for literally no reason. Nothing happened. You're just kind of like, ugh. And yes, I know I should be looking for gratitude because we just talked about this. But I just feel kind of like, eh. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's Monday. And I think, honestly, the weather was super nice today. And I think it kind of like made me feel good. And then I was like, eh, but it probably won't last. Just a really optimistic way of looking at it. Full disclosure, my computer is acting a little weird, so I'm hoping that this records fully. Um, if not, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, let's talk about Lent. So if you are Catholic or Christian um, and you grew up going to CCD and wanting to just just forget all about it and make up excuses as to why you couldn't go and beg not to go... You feel me on Lent. Um, giving something up, if you're not familiar. Lent is when you give something up between Ash Wednesday and Easter Sunday uh, to show your sacrifice to God, I guess? I don't know. It's been a while. It's, I, I mean, hey, I love Jesus and everything, but I don't know. I just know that I'm supposed to give up chocolate every now and then. Anyway... What? What's everybody giving up? Because I am struggling, and that actually brings me to what we're going to talk about today. Um, I have a really hard time every year, like, coming up with something, and I feel like I'm just doing it for the sake of doing it and not actually, like, sacrificing anything. Um, because, like, I don't know. Like, I don't have a lot of, like, vices. Like, I'm not, like, like, yes, I love donuts, but I'm not eating donuts every single day. And, you know, I drink coffee, and that's never going to stop, so I don't even try it. Or, like, all of these things. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I struggle with it. Um, and also because, like, a lot of people do desserts, right? Like, chocolate or cookies. or And, like, those are things that I don't eat regularly. Because when I do eat it, it's like, I go all in. But then if I don't, I just don't eat it. Like, um, at, before this year, like, before 2020 started. Um, so in 2019, obviously. I did this thing called last 90 days and it's where you gave up like a category of food for the last 90 days of the year and I actually did it for the last 100 days of the year just to see if I could do it and I gave up like I did not eat any desserts whatsoever so like anything you can think of like cookies and cake and brownies and cupcakes and cheesecake whatever I had none of it for 100 days and like hey the world kept turning I survived, and I think now, making, like, making that decision, um, I don't crave a lot of desserts anymore. Like, don't get me wrong. I will still eat some stuff, but I'm not as, like, inclined to grab a cookie or a brownie or a cupcake if it's in front of me as I would have been over 100 days ago. So when it comes to Lent, I don't really know what to give up because I'm like, well, I mean, I know I can do it for a longer period of time, but I think I ap I actually need to sacrifice something instead of just being like, I'll give up something that's easy for me to give up. Um, and I think that's what a lot of us do. We're like, I'll give up soda because I drink soda once every six months. Um, instead of being like, I'm going to give up, I don't know, social media because that's actually something that I struggle with not participating in which brings me to being on your phone and, and social media and why we're so literally attached to it and how to kind of like get ourselves back in the present and also like 
understand that the world will keep turning if we aren't on our phones 24 7 um and i'm guilty of it too so i mean i'm with you as we're doing this it's not like me speaking from a high horse uh because i never have been on a high horse and i don't ever plan on being one uh, on one because i mean i'm in the trenches all the time and i think i'd be a hypocrite if i were to say oh yeah like just get off your phone just like be more present and like everything's fine when literally i am the type of person who will exit out of an app and then immediately click back on the app not even realizing that i'm doing it i'm like oh wait i just saw this yeah well because you're literally mindlessly doing it and not even realizing that you're you're so sucked in and it's it's kind of pathetic so um, I want to talk about my my original thought when it came to Lent was to give up social media. And I think immediately I went into like fight or flight, like panic, like, but like, what I'm going to miss out on so much, like FOMO, like for real. Uh, and for my dad who's listening or my mom or anybody who, you know, isn't maybe my age, fear of missing out. That is FOMO, fear of missing out. My dad is probably writing this down as he's listening. Um, And I think that that's that's a a little bit of the root of being on your phone all the time is that fear of missing out. Like, what if I don't see that so-and-so is out with their friends? Or what if I don't see that, you know, my friends are doing this cool thing or this person that I don't really like is having a great time? Like, even people that we're not connected with on a personal level, we still want to see the ins and outs of their life just to make sure we're measuring up, right? Um, And I think, you know, with that being said, it's also in a good way, I guess, it's a way to feel connected to everybody. Like, there are some really good things about being on your phone or being on social media, Um, but I think that we're, we're towing a fine line here. I think that we are very much understanding the importance of it, like how we do have, like, anything we could ever want at our fingertips. Um, But I think we're also understanding that it's a kind of dangerous place to be at times, at least for myself personally. Like, I'm really, really, really trying to not be on my phone as often as I usually am. Um, And it's, I mean, like, I just started really thinking about this the other day or maybe even, like, a few weeks ago, but now really understanding, like, why it's not a huge deal if I'm not on my phone. Um, And I think a lot of it actually started with this podcast because I started to have to be, like, I almost had to force myself to look at things a little bit more deeply or more clearly in order to be able to talk about them. And not always pleasant, definitely, um, a little bit defensive at times, but understanding like, hey, you're going to talk about getting off your phone. Well, like you need to practice what you preach and really look at how often you are on your phone. So for me, I actually put on my phone in my settings um, screen time. So it's a a setting that's on um, my iPhone where uh, every week it gives me a, a, like a a limit, I guess, or a, it gives me a breakdown. Sorry. I'm like, I can't even think it's Monday. Um, it gives me a breakdown of how often I was on my phone that week. So like a percentage and like what I spent the most time on and things like that. Um, and that's a huge wake up call because it'll say, it'll say like, 
your, you know, phone activity or whatever, screen time activity went down this week. And I'm like, oh, great. And then it says, for an average of four hours a day. And I'm like, holy, four hours a day? That's, that's huge. That's huge. That's, that's a big chunk of time. Now, what I don't take into consideration is, like, the breakdown. I never really look at it, but, like, I'm on my phone a lot. Like, I have a half-hour commute to work. Not that I'm, like, on my phone, but I listen to an audiobook. So that's an hour of my day, right? So, like, that probably is being taken into consideration, hopefully. I really hope so. I should look into that. Um, But then it's also just, like, checking an email or answering a text really quick. Like, all of those things count. Um, but I'm a hundred percent positive that the majority of that time is on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, shopping. Like there, it's just, honestly, the possibilities are endless. Um, and it just becomes this like black hole. So I wanted to really talk about kind of why we're so obsessed with our phones and why we're so obsessed with social media and how to start correcting it or at least having an awareness of it. I don't know if we're ever going to be like, okay, no more phones ever. Um, But I I think I started to see how it was affecting my interactions with people um, and actually my own, like, health. So let's just just go there, shall we? Um, I do think that our phones make us feel connected to each other um, in a sense of, like, on social media. It's our way of communicating. It's our way of congratulating the victories. It's our way of consoling the, the, the struggles. Um, but I also think that we're kind of checking in on people just to see kind of like what's up. Like are, like, are we comparing or is it, you know, is it innocent? Like, are we working as hard as them, right? Are we having as much fun as them? Are we eating at the cool places that they're eating at? Like, kind of just just kind of seeing if we're measuring up, right? Um, I mean, I even, I even struggle with, like, I've really been trying not to post as much. Like, I'll put on my stories every now and then, but, like, po- actually posting on Instagram because I just feel like it's like a cycle of, like, I'm going to pick the picture. I'm going to pick the filter. I'm going to pick the caption. I'm going to then refresh to see how many likes I'm getting. And it's just like, it's, it's kind of exhausting. Um, and I shouldn't care about it because I mean, honestly, like it means nothing, but in our, in our lives, in our everyday lives, it it is something that matters. Um, so I think, I mean, we all, need to feel like we are important to others. And I think that we also need to feel like we are getting attention and validated from each other. Um, and I, I don't think that that's an old feeling. Like, I don't think that's now. I think that that's probably since we were all growing up. Um, actually, I wrote, let me get it. Hold on. I wrote in a journal, um, probably like, eight years ago, um, I was going through some stuff and struggling hard. Um, it was like a really bad breakup and I was like trying to figure out like how to like, I guess, figure out who I was without being with someone, um, which is neither here nor there. But part of this, I was doing this journal. My friend Michelle had given me this journal, 
um, about like figuring out how to like kind of pick yourself back up. Um, and I was looking at it the other day, just kind of reflecting on how much has gone on since then. Um, and I read this entry that I wrote and I mean, it's just as relevant today as it was eight or nine years ago, whenever this was, I wish I dated it. I'm kind of annoyed with myself because I usually date everything. Like I will put the date on any card, birthday card, Christmas card, whatever that I give you because I want, I want to be able to track it. Clearly didn't think that when I was like 18 or 19, but anyway, um, I can skip all this sadness and get to do, 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 um, when I'm alone, this is me writing when I was like 18 or 19 years old, maybe even, no, I don't think I was even 20. It doesn't matter. I was young. I was younger. Okay. Uh, when I'm alone, I like to watch Netflix or read constantly check my phone, nap and overthink every aspect of my life. Sometimes I really enjoy being alone and other times I absolutely hate it. I enjoy reading a book and being comfortable or watching a movie, but when I'm alone, I feel like my phone should always be ringing. Someone should always be trying to contact me. That's how I feel liked or loved or wanted, etc. When no one is texting me, I feel very alone. I think I look for validation in other people. I get really happy when someone texts me first because it means that they were thinking about me and they want to talk to me. If I text someone first, I feel really annoying. I don't know if I feel like something is right or wrong when I'm alone. I think being alone is fine, but it's a problem that I want people to text me. I want to feel that connection to another person. I think I just like to know that someone is thinking about me for a change. I need to learn to disconnect from my phone, and it's not as important as I make it out to be. Being alone is a luxury to some people, and I should look at it that way. I mean, my first, my first reaction, even now reading that again, that's only the second time I read it since I saw it, um, and I, 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 you might be able to um, relate to this, like, I feel really bad for that girl. Like, I feel really sad for her, and that's me. Like, you constantly feel like you need to be in communication with someone to feel like you're enough and you feel annoying when you contact people and you know like you like being alone but it kind of scares you a little bit and my first reaction is like oh my god like I'm almost about to cry reading that because I'm just like she was that girl was so sad um eight years ago and she was not I I, I have to talk about it like it's the third person because like that doesn't feel like me. Um, I've come a long way, but that girl is really sad and she feels very alone. Um, ooh, but part of me still also feels a lot of the things that she feels to a certain degree, which kind of makes me believe that we all might feel that way to a certain extent. Like we need to feel connected to other people and our phones do that for us. Um, but maybe we need to rethink what it means to truly connect, um, because I don't know, this isn't it, uh, especially when it comes to social media, like social media really, really has a way of sucking you in and not even in just like a, I need to take all of your time, but like I, it makes you evaluate and overanalyze everything 
whether it's what you're posting or what other people are posting or like if all your friends went out and they posted and you weren't invited and what what does that mean and and you start to like just like dig and dig and dig and dig until you then feel inadequate and you were fine before you checked your phone like sometimes it's it's okay to be blissfully unaware because it's going to save you from being hurt uh and i think that we forget that i think that you know we were all doing fine before social media and we would be okay if we hit pause on it for a little while i'm not saying to get rid of it at all of it like there are good parts of it um but it is be it has become like the epitome of of who we are like when you meet somebody are you really actually meeting them for the first time or did you stalk them before you knew them or you know you meet someone and then you immediately go follow them on Instagram or, or whatever. And it's like, okay, now I'm going to get to know you through this instead of actually like asking you questions about your life. Um, and I don't know. I feel like we get so wrapped up in it. Like I even think about people at concerts. Like I'm a, I love going to shows. I love going to concerts. My friend, uh, my best friend, Kelsey and I, like that's kind of like our thing. Like we go to all these shows together and like, we will never take out our phone to record the concert. Like, maybe one song that I can, like, send to a friend or to, you know, Frank or whatever. Like, when I we, – uh, we went to go see Ed Sheeran together, and my wedding song with Frank, obviously, was perfect. But it was Perfect Symphony uh, by Ed Sheeran and Andrea Bocelli. It's half in Italian and half in English, and it's a beautiful, beautiful song. Um, and he had played it um, – just the, you know, the original song. And I think, you know, I recorded that and sent it to him and then like immediately deleted it because I'm never going to look at that video again. Right. I, when have you went to a concert and you record the whole thing? Like you're watching the concert through your phone. And that is one of my biggest pet peeves. Watch the concert, enjoy the concert. I don't, you know, like you want to post it on your Snapchat or your Instagram, like, go for it. Like, if it's going to bring you joy, I, 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 who am I to judge you? Literally no one. For me personally, I get a little peeved about it because I'm just like, just enjoy the show. It's right there in front of you. But again, I don't know people's reasoning, so I'm, I'm trying not to pass judgment, but I mean, it does sound very judgmental, so I apologize for that. But I think a certain part of me is kind of right. Uh, and if I'm wrong, oh well, I don't know. Um, I am human, but I, I do think that, you know, if you're going to record the whole show, like you're watching it through your phone, it's kind of losing a little bit. Like, like I like to, to really try to be present with watching a concert because it, it's, it's not something you get to do very often, um, especially if it's somebody who you really admire. Uh, but anyway, that's just one thing. Um, but, you know, coming back to social media, like we feel like we need to post the whole concert, right? So people know we were there. We saw, they saw how good your seats were. They saw that, you know, you, whatever, like it, we need to let people know every single thing we do. And I don't know. I think that's where I kind of disconnect a little bit because I don't do that as much as I used to because I realized like being present in a moment is so much better than telling people that I was somewhere. Like, Frank and I do a lot of fun things, and we never post about it um, until, like, after the fact. We're like, oh, we didn't take any pictures, just even for us. Um, we went to Peddler's Village over uh, the holidays, and we had such a nice time, and it was, like, such a good day together and whatever. And, like, we got home, and we were like, 
oh my god we didn't even take a picture by like anything holiday related we just kind of went and enjoyed our you know our time together and yeah that's great and I'm you know I'm happy about it but I'm also like we have no memories like we're really 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 bad at taking pictures we don't even have that many pictures from when we went on our honeymoon um which kind of is is a little stupid of us but I don't know it's just not who we are but I I would like to maybe be better about that just so I can like have nice pictures of us I don't know um but anyway we him and I are, are pretty bad with our phones um I actually we were talking about what to give up for Lent and I had jokingly said to him like you should give up video games because he does spend a ton of time on uh, playing video games which does not bother me in the least but you know, I, I was just kind of like busting him a little bit. And he was like, you, if I give up video games, you have to give up books. Um, because I do spend a lot of time reading. Um, and like, I do read for my job because I like to read what my students are reading. Um, but I also would much rather like without fail or without a doubt in my mind, read a book over watch TV or a movie any day. Um, and I was like, and that to me was like, I could give up my phone easier I think I think I'm being brave in saying this but I think I could give up my phone easier uh than giving up reading but I don't know I I I mean it's it's worth looking into but it got me thinking like I couldn't picture giving up reading or giving up books for for 40 days um just like Frank couldn't picture giving up playing video games for that long um but I did think about like I spend probably the same amount of time he spends on video games on my phone. So, like, who am I to really, like, pass any sort of judgment because it's the same, kind of. I think that we spend a lot of time on our phones, um, and I I just started realizing kind of how it's not good. Um, Now, listen, there are times that, like, we're just genuinely content with sitting near each other and not talking and just kind of being on our phones or whatever, um, but I don't know. I think I'm getting a little like, maybe it's just an awareness thing, but like in the morning, like, like, you know, I get up early, he gets up early and we both sit down at our table and we eat breakfast together. Um, most days, like some days he's running a little bit late. Some days I don't want breakfast or whatever, but the, you know, the majority of the time we're sitting at the table, you know, I'm drinking coffee or eating breakfast. He's, you know, eating breakfast, whatever. And we're both on our phones at the table and we're not talking to each other at all um and I have to like pull myself away from my phone and be like oh hi like I forget um and I don't want to speak for him but I'm sure that that's the case too so you know it's getting I don't know I I think I'm just kind of like "Mm, maybe this isn't the best like habit to have um because I'm really very good about not being on my phone elsewhere like if I go out with my friends for dinner or you know happy hour or even like something casual I don't check my phone or I try very hard not to like I like to be present and be hanging out um when I'm with my my friends when we're together we're never really on our phone unless we're doing something together on the phone like looking up something or whatever we are very intentional about quality time and I'm almost like why am I so intentional with that with my girlfriends but not in my marriage and I think it's a sense of comfort I do I think that we're very comfortable with kind of like just hanging and 
you know, sometimes we are, I mean, Frank's not a big talker. I, I tend to talk just a little, um, but I think sometimes we're content with not talking. And I think that we kind of fall into, into a habit of being on our phones and that's everybody. Like my brother is, is another person. And I did ask him if I could say this and he said, yes. Um, my brother's on, on his phone quite a lot, like very, very frequently. Um, to the point where like, if we're all together and we're like having a conversation, all you hear is like videos, like on Instagram or whatever, like playing. And he's just like not listening at all. And he's in his own world on his phone, like at the table and his wife, Athena will be like, Dom, get off the phone. And he's just like, no, sorry. And he's like, he doesn't even realize that he's doing it. And I think that's a big part of it too. We don't even realize that we're doing it because it's something that we're so used to doing. Like I said earlier, I'll exit out of an app just to click right back on it and not even realize that I did it. Um, and it's just something that we're so used to because it's been, it's been ingrained in us and it's become a part of our routines. It's a habit. And listen, there's good habits and there's bad habits. And I think the best way to kind of start this is to ask yourself, do you have a good habit or do you have a bad habit with your phone? Like I have a lot of friends who very, very rarely look at their phones. Um, sometimes it's frustrating because you're trying to contact them, but sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice reminder of like, oh, I can look up from, you know, from my phone and actually see things. Like, I think we're all going to have like neck problems in a few years because we're, our, our, we're, our heads are always facing down because we're always looking at our phones. If you go to like any public place, people are so uncomfortable in public alone or whatever that they feel the need to be on their phones just to look normal. I remember I used to pretend to text when I was, like, in high school if I was, like, waiting for someone in the hallway or, like, waiting outside for someone. Like, I couldn't even be by myself for 10 seconds without having to be on my phone just to make it look like I was doing something. Like, what, people are going to be looking at me? Like, be that just standing there? Like, I think that's, that's more weird to be pretending to text. Like, sometimes I want to, like, punch 15-year-old me for more reasons than just that, but that one for sure. Like... And if, and my friend Kelsey will agree with this because she used to do it too. We used to be like, oh, we're just going to like, like pound on our keyboards because it was before a touchscreen and just nothing, just gibberish, just pretending to text, which is just, that's a whole other issue. But, you know, it's something that we're so used to and it's something that we've been kind of growing up with it becoming like almost worse that I feel like we don't know how to like get to the root of it and realize that like, it's not that serious. Um... And I think I realized how much of a problem it was for me, uh, maybe like two months ago, I started getting really, really bad headaches, um, to the point of like, I couldn't look at my phone because it was making me really nauseous. And I realized like the scrolling that I was doing and like the reading of like Twitter or Instagram or whatever, Facebook it was making me sick. I'm very sensitive to like motion sickness and car sickness. Um, I get car sick driving my own car. Like I make a turn too crazy and I'm like, um, and (laughs) I think that like the constant, like scrolling and reading and scrolling and reading was starting to make my head hurt and make me nauseous. And you would think that that would be the thing that was like, you need to get off your phone. No, no. Instead it was the you should go buy those blue light glasses that filter out like the light of your phone and they don't give you headaches. That was my solution. Not to stop using my phone or to 
limit my phone use, but to just like get some glasses that are going to help. Like, come on, come on. And then I think after I did that, I realized like, maybe you need to look at the bigger problem here is that you were so quick to make an Amazon purchase and not actually do the work to correct the behavior. It's, I'm, I have issues obviously. Um, but that's just one of them. Um, I mean, so what do we do? What do you do to, to actually solve the problem? I don't think blue light glasses are the biggest solution. Um, but there are some things that I've been doing or have been trying to do that maybe will be helpful to me or you, depending on, I think, the severity of how much you use your phone. I mean, if you're not using your phone, can you just, like, let me know how it works for you? Like, can you just DM me and just tell me what, what, what that's like? Okay? I just need to know. Um, so what? something that Frank and I started doing, and we're pretty good about it now, but it was, like, very serious when we first moved in together was we did stuff called or we did something called um, a device free dinner so when we would eat dinner together um like we'd sit down to eat we wouldn't have our phones with us because it forced us to be present and not that it was hard for us but you know it's very easy to be like okay like there's a lull in the conversation let's just whip out our phones um and it was to the point, Frank was pretty serious about it because he, I had, I have a Fitbit watch and I get my text messages to it and he would be like, take off the watch too. So that, cause it, that would be a very easy way for me to be like, oh, my friend texted me. Let me go answer her really quick and then be on my phone. So that actually, I love device free dinner. I, I really, I think it, it works. Um, I think another thing that I've been doing that has been hard, but has helped me is to not look at my phone, like, in bed at night. Um, some people will argue that, like, it helps me fall, it helps you fall asleep, or it helps me fall asleep. Um, yes, but also, like, I think it also, like, for me personally, creates a little bit of anxiety for me, like, right before I'm going to bed, to just, like, be looking at things or seeing things. Um, and it also makes me, like, it, it wakes me up a little bit because I'm just like constantly looking and looking and looking. And then all of a sudden 30 minutes have gone by and you're like, Oh, well, oops. Um, so I stopped looking at my phone at night and I started silencing my phone at nine 15. So I go to bed at like nine 30. So at nine 15, I've been putting my phone on do not disturb, uh, so that I'm kind of like blissfully unaware. And I rarely, if my phone's not ringing, I'm not checking it. Um, so that's actually helped me a lot. Um, I've gotten to the point where I'm silencing my phone at work, too. Like, my phone's usually on vibrate in my desk drawer, but I get the text messages to my watch, too. So the minute I get a text, I'm, like, looking at my phone. Um, and I've had to stop doing that because I can't be on my phone at work. Um, and if it's, like, a time where I'm off, like, I have a prep period where I, you know, have time to myself to, like, plan for the next week or grade or do whatever... Um, I'm using my time on my phone instead of actually being productive and getting things done. So I think, like, silencing your phone at work or, like, putting it in a drawer or something, like, whatever is going to be beneficial to you or work for you, because I know me and, like, I can put that phone in my drawer, but if it's not on silent, I'm still checking it. Um, so if I need to get things done, I'm very good about being like, nope, I can't look at my phone. Also, my phone sometimes gives me anxiety depending on what alerts I'm getting like if I'm getting a text message that is going to make me nervous or if I'm getting if I'm waiting for something I tend to like check my phone more and it it's just like this vicious cycle of me feeling anxious so I've been trying to not like 
trigger myself or open myself up to feeling that way being on the offense with my anxiety instead of the defense. Um, and I think, I mean, we need to realize like how much are we on our phones or like you yourself, how much are you on your phone in one day or in one hour and why is it a genuine like curiosity? Like, Oh, let me just look and see what's going on. Or does it start out as innocently as that? And then quickly becomes a comparison like rabbit hole. And, oh, I want to go on that vacation, or why does her body look like that, or his, or, you know, they seem to have it all together, and, like, you start to kind of, like, rapidly get into a bad place. Um, Or, I mean, on the other end, I mean, let's play devil's advocate here. I could easily be like, oh, my God, like, that person looks beautiful. Let me tell them that, you know, they look great, or you know, oh, that, that, you know, experience looks awesome. I want to do something like that. So there are some good things to it. And I think that's kind of the exception to the rule here. But I think that for me personally, and I think that a lot of people are probably going to relate to this is that we start out with good intentions, but very quickly we realize that our insecurities tend to overshadow anything good. So for me, kind of limiting myself of social media or of my phone even text messages um, has been kind of the game changer so that I can get myself in a good place and then kind of go from there and reevaluate. So, I mean, maybe we should just challenge ourselves of like, depending on how crazy it is, like no social media for a day or no social media for a week or no social media or on my phone for other than, you know, necessities for a month. Like my friend Deanna, she did no social media for a month and she said at first it was hard, but the world kept turning and everything was fine. So, I mean, I guess take that for what it is. Like it's possible, but if you're having a heart palpitation right now, even thinking about it, let's just try it for an hour and see how that goes. Um, Or, you know, maybe just limit yourself like 15 minutes and then like do something and then your like reward could be another 15 minutes. Um... Like I said, I said this like a couple of times, but like the world will go on. And I think that we forget that like if we don't see everything at all times, like we've missed out. But I think what we need to realize is that like the world is actually happening right now and we're missing it because we're not looking at the world in front of us. We're looking at the world through our phone and that's not the same thing. So I think the quicker we realize that, the easier it's going to be to actually make a change that is sustainable. So I don't know. Let's take that for what it is. On that note, I'm going to keep my phone on silent because it's been on silent since I started recording. It's 840 on a Monday night. I'm thinking that's a good time to go read a little bit before bed. And let's just try to make some changes starting tomorrow. All right. Have a great day, night, whatever, um, tell a friend about this, but maybe like write a letter instead of texting them or, you know, tagging them in the post, because that would probably be like undoing everything I just said. So maybe I should have started with that. Maybe I'll do that in the next episode. <laughs> All right. On that note, adios. <laughs>